for a lot of people in Investors Thrive Nation, they're not from Utah, right? And I feel like in Utah and Idaho, like everyone understands what door-to-door sales is, right? Yeah. So can you kind of explain to Investors Thrive Nation, like what is door-to-door sales and like if for someone that has no idea what it is? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, most people probably have the impression that door-to-door sales is way below where they want to be as a professional, mm-hmm. right? However, just this year, we had, you know, a guy make $1.1 million. He said he's, he's worked less than he's ever worked in his, his life. We've had wow. indivi- a lot of individuals make over 500, and there's a tremendous opportunity. But the, the most important thing there is we focus on selling a professional product. Yo, what's going on, everybody? What's, what's up, guys? Up? Good to have you on here, Phil Stockton. What's yeah. going on, brother? Yeah, thanks for inviting me on, man. Of yeah, course. Thanks for coming. So, uh, welcome, Investor Drive Nation. We got Phil Stockton. I used to work for Phil Stockton uh, while I was in college and for a little bit after, doing door to door. My man is crushing it over there at Calvert Solar now. And um, But if you're new to Investor Thrive, Corey, do you want to kind of give an intro to what Investor Drive is so people that are yeah. tuning in know what it is? Yeah, for sure. So, we set out to help entrepreneurs, investors, you know, just people who want to learn about entrepreneurship, you know, improve their skills and, you know, get ideas on how to improve their personal lives, that kind of stuff. Sweet. So we brought on uh, our boy Phil Stockton because uh, my man is, he's the epitome of an entrepreneur. He knows what he's doing, right? Yeah, I've, I've got I've got a couple of businesses I've started. So. I love it. And he's a hard worker. I mean, he's a sales expert, and he's taught me a ton on how to sell better, how to work with people. So love to have him on here. And, um, you know, we're just going to dive right in. Do you want to kind of tell us a little bit, a little intro about yourself, you know, to let people know who you are? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm one of the owners, uh, not a large percentage owner of Caliber, but, uh, you know. You got it. You got I, ownership. I got some. Right, I got a I got a sliver, and um, you know I built a business uh, for eight years, and I sold it to them, mm-hmm. and uh, I took on a position as a vice president of sales there, and, and so I run uh, one of the largest sales divisions uh, in Caliber Solar. Wow, and it's going really well. Uh, the reason why I got into door to door sales is because uh, I was shown an opportunity to make enough money in, you know, three and a half month uh, college break uh, to pay for everything that I had, you know, to pay for in an entire year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, instead of, you know, working to make 15 bucks an hour, whatever, you know, I could control that by how good of a salesperson I was. For sure. Um, I got recruited when I was uh, 23 years old. Um and that was 2003. And I, I knocked my first summer in Salt Lake City selling Dish Network. Let's go. Did that for five, six years, mm-hmm. um, which tells you that I'm a terrible student. I spent way <laughs> too long in college. And then because I, because I you know, didn't really focus on the academic side, mm-hmm. I, I shifted more towards the entrepreneurial side and the uh, and the sales side, yeah, yeah. I ended up starting my own business 
and uh, built that up for eight years. So I haven't asked you this before. Maybe we could go a little bit. So before you got into door-to-door sales, what did you do for work? Were you, is this like, did you have sales experience by any means before 23 or did, was that like a completely new thing for you at that time? Yeah, sales was brand new, but I knew like my personality was wired for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I found it, I mean, it was, it was immediate that it was like, this is what I want to do. At the time, were you um, uh, being recruited by other pest control, no. other door-to-door? No, just back then, I mean, I this summer will be my 22nd consecutive door-to-door year. Nice. So since then, you haven't looked back? Yeah. Nice. I've man. never filled out an application for a job. I have never cared to fill out an application. Mm-hmm. I've literally never looked back since finding sales, which, you know, is the lifeblood of every business. So for a lot of people in Investors Thrive Nation, they're not from Utah, right? And I feel like in Utah and Idaho, like everyone understands what door-to-door sales is, right? Yeah. So can you kind of explain to Investors Thrive Nation, like what is door-to-door sales and like, you know, if for someone that has no idea what, what it is? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, uh, most people probably have the impression that uh, door-to-door sales is way below where they want to be as a professional, mm-hmm. right? Um, however, um, you know, just this year, you know, we had, uh, you know, a guy make $1.1 million. And, you know, like he said, he's, he's worked less than he's ever worked in his, his life. Um, we've had wow. indivi- a lot of individuals make over 500. So let me um, ask you. And, and there's a tremendous opportunity but the, the most important thing there is um, we focus on selling a professional product, mm-hmm. right? Products and services. Not meat. And Not vacuums. There are, yeah, there are a lot of other products out there mm-hmm. that you can sell door-to-door. You can pretty much sell anything door-to-door. Um, but our company is a professional training platform for college students at first mm-hmm. and then we feel like it's a launch pad for everything else they're going to do in their career. Once you learn how to communicate effectively right. and sell yourself, that translates to getting what you want for the rest of your life. I'd be interested to see how many... So you say like college career, right? That's where you get, I guess, most of the people that knocked order. I'd be interested to see the the ratio of how many people after they graduate stay in door-to-door, like continue to knock. Do you know that? Like how many people... You know that are uh, just let's just throw an arbitrary number out. I'd probably say fifty percent. Wow! But I'd probably say, you know, at least seventy-five percent of those stay in sales. Yeah. Right. For sure. And then you know, quite a few of my friends have gone on to do uh, other professions. Like you know, in my very first summer, uh, one of my friends is uh, a president of a commercial bank down in Dallas, Texas. Uh, another one of my closest friends from that first summer went on to law school after spending about six years in door-to-door managing teams and everything else. And uh, he went to Texas Tech University, graduate with a law degree, and he owns his own law practice in Dallas, Texas. So it sounds like if you do door-to-door, you become a baller. Um, I agree. I, I would agree with that yeah. most, mo- for the most part. So quick question about the dude that made $1.1 million in a year. 
was this strictly off of his own sales, or was did he does he have some people under him and he's getting overrides? Yeah, he's uh, he's one of our regional managers. Right. So that's and, that has uh, to do with region you know, and, overrides too. But uh, you know, for anyone who's a regional or below, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, to be able to earn uh, those kinds of numbers is. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I think, in, would you say in order to get to that level of earnings, you would you definitely need to build a team out, though? Uh, not necessarily. You just have to be uh, really good at what you do. But, you know, at Caliber Solar, um, you know, there's opportunities for a lot of different things. But, I mean, if you just sold on your own personal accounts, mm-hmm. the earnings, uh, you could reach a million. You know, what's interesting is I think if you're super good at sales, people will probably just gravitate towards you, and you would probably just make a team or a region anyway. Like, if you're a, a monster what, salesman, people are going to want to work with you. Yeah, what I tell people is uh, the first thing you have to do, right, is learn a specific skill. Mm-hmm. The reason why people go to college is to learn a skill. Mm-hmm. And, per- and once you perfect a skill and you're good at it, then uh, that creates a lever to be able to teach others how to how to learn that skill. Right, right. And once you teach that skill, you can you can develop a team and a network and you continue to train, manage and oversee their success and then they continue to leverage those skills to teach others right. and you can build a network, right? So um, it really is uh, your ability to like learn lead, build, and then manage. Yeah, that's, I had a question. That's interesting. So you feel like Caliber is a platform for young people to come learn those skills? 100%, yeah. So you almost like position yourselves as like a as like a alternative to education or do it instead of or I wouldn't do it along trade with, my or? college education. Corey, I, I definitely wouldn't trade my 6 years of college <laughs> with like What did you what, were you a doctor? Um, <laughs> what did you go to school? You can, uh, well, you can call me Sales Dr. Doctor. Phil. <laughs> doctor, <laughs> just call me Doctor Philly. All right, it. but uh, you know, in having a uh, a season pass at the Canyons Resort without fail every year, and just enjoying every minute of it, and then taking breaks where I'd go on cool surf trips. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't trade college. All right, yeah, it I mean, was fun, dude. And I and time. I did learn a lot. But I wouldn't have been recruited if I didn't at least step foot on campus. (laughs) (laughs) That's where a lot of recruiting happened. I don't know. Is that still happened? That's that's where we're recruiting from. So, you know, if you if you don't pride yourself on what you're learning, and most marketing degrees, most business degrees, in my personal opinion, are completely worthless. Right? Yeah, that's what I got. So you got a marketing was, degree. I got a business worthless. management, um, what would you call it, entrepreneurship degree? I don't even have a degree, okay? But I have like 120 credit hours of worthlessness. So, But you went, you like college. I'm an, ad, sounds like I'm an advocate. credits of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I am a, a huge advocate of self-improvement. Mm-hmm. But even like Elon Musk's like, you can basically teach yourself and learn everything. My older brother, he taught himself, you know, how to uh, do HTML, Java, C everything. Like he learned how to code on his own. By the time he got to college, 
He had already known all that. He was coding circles around his teacher. He, he truly was. So you can learn whatever you want if you... If you want to, if you want to, right? So if your you advice for Investor Dive Nation is go to college so you can have fun and get recruited to do door to door. I mean, you don't want to miss that experience. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. But well, uh, it's essential. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is: Once you learn certain skills, or you go to school to learn certain skills, mm-hmm. the world is going to pay you whatever those skills are worth. It's true. In sales and yes. entrepreneurship. Those, uh, those skills uh, are, are a true lever to be able to you know, create whatever wealth you want because you know, the sky's the limit. That's so interesting, man. I mean, you're, you're right. Like, you know, for us, for wholesaling, like we, we, got, we just did an $86,000 deal that closed today, or we got funded today. Congrats. Yeah, awesome, right? That's big. It is big. It's our biggest wholesale deal yet. It's our biggest deal. It was a wholesale deal. But the thing is, like, we solved a giant problem. There was a lien on the pro- a solar lien, eh, solar, on the property. The, the lady that um, inherited the property, her mom died, and the solar company was not communicating with her, and she needed the money ASAP. So instead of selling it the normal way and listing it, she, she had the lien. She sold it to us. We bought it with the lien. We figured out how to get rid of it. We made the difference. But we solved that problem. So that you could say that's a big problem, right? She needed the money and mm-hmm. didn't know how to solve it. We solved it. Um, hey. and got paid for what, I guess, well, what were you saying? You, you get paid for how much you provide to the market. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> and, and your skill in be able to solve those problems, mm-hmm. you know, created even more uh, leverage and opportunity to make money. Right. Because other people didn't want to deal with that. So it, that really did come down to skill for you. Exactly. But by the way, there's there's no we don't do any solar accounts with liens. Good. So good for you, bro. Um, that's nice to hear. Yeah, we we get that a lot. Disaster it's like, trying to it was a disaster, it man. Because you know, the lady that's died. going through the wrong company. Yeah. But but the way we have it structured, there's a way to do it with it and without it. So yeah. it was a disaster because the lady had died, and then her daughter and inherited the solar company it. Wouldn't and talk the solar to us. company yep. wouldn't talk to us. Wouldn't talk yep. to anyone. They're like, we need you to get. Uh, need, we need this. We need a power of attorney. A power from of attorney from the seller mm-hmm. that died, and we're like, she's di- she died. She can't give you a power of attorney. That when someone dies, like that's not you know you can't, you can't get that obviously. And they're mm-hmm. like, sorry, we need that. <clears throat> anyway, that's what we solved. Yeah, so. let's let's get into some golden nuggets for these guys. Let's, let's really do dive it, into. Man. I want I want the listeners to uh, to appreciate what we're talking well, about. Well, I think what the listeners would appreciate is what. You know, your story of, you know, getting into door to door, which you kind of told us when you're 23, but like your journey. I mean, I think people would love to know, like, you know, you're 22 years into this, you know. Yeah. So let's, here's let's some of like the highs and the lows. Well, I want to dive into something that I think is extremely valuable in Go ahead, the door to door aspect. OK, so every us, time the nug, every time you talk to somebody new, you learn something mm-hmm. or you should. That should be your mindset. That should be your attitude. So uh, somebody asked me today, like, do you still knock doors? Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not below it. I'm not above it. Like, I will knock when, if, if I'm asked um, because I, my mindset is I have an opportunity to be able to go talk to individuals and learn whatever. And in that process, you know, we get paid uh, a lot of money to be able to to be able to solve a problem for them, like the the electric problem, yeah, right? For the, sure. And uh, 
Or so, it was the dish problem, right? The high yeah. TV bill. Yeah, and except, I mean, this pays 25x yeah. uh, compared to that. It's a bigger problem. Much. Uh, or a bigger yeah, and it's just a much, value. Much, uh, yeah, there's way more value. But the key is in the mindset that you have towards what you're doing. Okay. Okay. So in my experience in 22 years with as much interaction as I've had with, um, with other people, you know, some smarter than others, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I try to surround myself with the best individuals I, I possibly can. But I don't, I don't shy away from, you know, talking to as many people. And when you're knocking residential neighborhoods, you have an opportunity to talk to 50, 100 different people a day, engage. You have so many different types of responses. And <clears throat> the... Uh, you know, the brain, like, needs that to grow, yeah. right? To develop mm-hmm. communication and, and really an understanding of, of uh, kind of the psychology. So naturally, I've wired myself to be able to communicate effectively with, with any so many different person. type of yeah. person. So let me ask you this. So what I'm hearing from you is when you go out and knock doors or talk to people, go with the mindset to, to learn from each and every individual person you talk to. Is that what you're saying? Like, you, go, try to learn from people. That, after, you know, four or five years of doing it, like, the, the, the things that I focused on were, number one, genuinely find out who you're talking to on every door. Okay. Right? And then uh, take a genuine interest in making sure that you're making their situation better. I got a question for you about that. Okay. Do you think that's time-consuming since there are so many people that aren't interested in the product. Like, for example, when I'm calling people that I'm trying to get a deal, like a wholesale deal, I can immediately tell this isn't something I can do business with. But, you know, are you saying I should maybe just chat with them and just see, you know, how I can learn from that individual person as well? Um, You'll never know what opportunities and what doors open up um, until you've actually established those things, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, and you've knocked a lot of doors. Mm -hmm. You've been in houses. They've told you no. You've taken half a dozen no's. Yep. And yet you start talking about something that has nothing to do with that. You personalize with them. And before you walk out the door, you've got a contract in hand. Right. Okay? Yeah. The reason why is because um, people are telling you no for all the wrong reasons. And once you've established uh, commonality and they genuinely feel that you have their best interest in mind, then uh, you know those opportunities won't even exist. Do you feel like it's e- easier to develop that commonality and the genuine interest <coughs> person to person, like face to face? Or do you think it can be done over the phone just as yeah, easy? Yeah, because there's the emotion. There's the human connection. So door-to-door is, is amazing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in customers' homes where, you know, they want nothing to do with anyone, you know, over the phone or whatever the case is, and you're there, and you can read them. You can, you can really feel, you know, what they're feeling and then, you know, be able to, you know, handle the situation it's differently. very interesting because me and Corey have found out that in, when we, we do nationwide wholesaling, right, so we get deals over the phone, Right, but with the ones where we go in person here in Utah, the deal spreads are much bigger. We are able to get better deals mm-hmm. um, and a better closing ratio. And better yeah. closing ratio. Now, real estate 
real estate's amazing because if you have uh, that relationship um, and with solar, if you have that personal relationship and they trust you, you know, referrals, right, mm -hmm. mean a lot more. Yeah. And, you know, there are people that do amazingly well off of referrals in real estate. So... Probably um, in solar too, huh? Yeah, solar, solar is big. something that just came to my mind. I want to ask you because because there's a lot of bad, uh, uh, bad representatives in in every business, um, you know. And and the more money is that's available in each business, the more snakes or sharks you find in that space. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask you because I know you probably see this all the time is uh, just an example. When I was selling and we introduced Sprint to like at the time mm -hmm. we were doing dish and sprint so i remember i walked into a seller's house they were a little apprehensive but i finally you know we talked to them got them dish right after they signed with dish and everything was ready to go i said hey what about your cell phone and then i got them like that it, it wasn't even it was easy cake because they trusted me you established the the trust and everything you're talking about um how much does that happen with you guys with right now with solar i know you you have other products or do you have sales guys that get one thing done one product, and then they're just freaking just lining up the rest. Does, does that happen a lot where they sell a lot of other products? So we've gone from all products to, um, I mean, we were selling, we had pest control. Uh, we had guys doing that, specializing in that. Mm -hmm. And then we had our dish, sprint, kind of our home services, mm -hmm. uh, ADT type stuff. Um, and we shut 100% of that down. Really? We're 100% uh, solar. Um, there are some small groups in our company that still do some of the old traditional products, but uh, for the most part, mm -hmm. uh, Caliber is 100% solar. Everyone new is doing solar. Yeah, we, we've transitioned everything. <coughs> so and why, why to would answer you your yes. question, yeah. um, we feel like the most important thing that we can teach is is how to build, you know, that connection, that relationship, and create that value, mm -hmm. because solar is playing the long game. All right, it's going into the neighborhoods over and over and over and making good impressions, mm -hmm. and as the glass starts to pop up on all these roofs, you become way more valuable to them, right? And if you've done a good job building that relationship mm -hmm. and saying hello every time you go into that neighborhood. Give him that smile. And uh, give him, yeah, you got you to gotta give him the, the smile, man. Mm -hmm. um, but that's really what sets you apart. So, so you've let go of the other ones because it's better to focus on the big, the big kahuna, the, the, real, the biggest product, than just to have everybody distracted. Jack of all trades, master of none, right? Got it. I'd rather be... Uh, a master of one. Yeah, it'd be hard to sell all those different products. Yeah, I feel like you know, if but we did it. We did it well. You know, and I did it well we too. We should have been doing it. Well, we should have focused on being amazing at one, and that's what it used to be, Corey, with yeah. Dish. But you know, the TV industry has changed with all the streaming services. So, um, you know, this is. This I think is that's what great advice that you just gave to Investors Live Nation because even with me, I'm like, well, you know, you could. You have the relationship. You could sling everything, but that you're you're all over the place, right? Jack of all trades, and you're saying, nah, nah. We you were doing that in Calvern. You said you shut that down real quick. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, I in in doing what I've done for as long as I have, 
it was very hard to be motivated uh, doing what I've done for so long. Mm-hmm. And so uh, kind of diving into um, what I'm like most excited about mm-hmm. is number one, like laser focusing on building out caliber solar. That's laser priority focus. number one. And we have gone from having a lot of the, the owners and big, big money makers in caliber uh, starting up side businesses and, and having their other entrepreneurial like ventures going on right. to uh, universally saying that these side uh, businesses need to basically get shut down and be put on the back burner wow. so that we can go two feet in, 100% focus on building it, yeah. caliber solar. Wow. Now, because of that, right, it's going to allow us to be the best at what we do, right? And two, it allows us to shift our mindset from feeling like we have to build all these other outside, like side businesses to get ahead, right? Like really far ahead. and Even real estate, right? And, like- and, and dilute everything. And we want to focus on even the real estate stuff mm-hmm. is uh, like all passive investing mm-hmm. to where you leverage your money, not your time. Yeah, because you're going to get property managers. You're not trying to do exactly. it yourself. That's yeah. awesome, man. So you guys have all sat down, and I'm assuming mo- multiple meetings with the leadership and been like, hey, we're everyone's got their side hustle. I don't care if it makes you a lot of money. We're this is t- the best use of my time. What prompted right? that, that well, decision from that? Because I'm sure <clears throat> like a lot of successful owners probably, I'm sure. Learn the hard like, way, Corey. I'm sure they had good side hustles, right? Yeah. Like, what do you why mean? Did, why did they decide to shut those down and dive two feet in? Um, if you're not two feet in, right? You're two you're feet on, out. Yeah. If you're not, if you're only one foot in, you might as well be two feet out, right? It's kind of how the expression goes. So uh, what we found is, you know, a lot of these guys have, have we're not like two feet in and not 100% committed to creating the value needed for all the guys who work for them, right? And this is a people-based business. And all the guys need to see that everyone, even at the very top, is there to Dang, dude, create the value. Up. That's pretty amazing. That must have some power to it, brother. It is. That's some power. I bet if I went over there to Caliber, I'd feel that power. I, th- I, think, you'd, I think you'd feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. When we first started, um, me and Corey were getting into wholesaling. We were selling Sprint door-to-door still. We were doing it here in Salt Lake. And um, we had three guys. And we would send them to go out and sell Sprint, and then we would stay back and work on our wholesaling business. And these guys were like, man, why are these guys? We're going to go knock doors, and these guys are doing real estate. Like, they felt that we weren't bought in as much as, like, they probably needed the leaders to be mm-hmm. to succeed. So I'm sure, you know, they see the leaders there side hustling or doing yeah. whatever, and they're like, dude, I'm freaking grinding. These guys don't even. I'm out here knocking, and I'm, these hey, guys are the guys working that I, on a car wash. Yeah, exactly. The guys I just uh, uh, recruited over from another company, like they flat out said, um, the guys above me make more money than I do, and I'm doing 99% of the work. And you said, look, I'm bought in on this. And then they said, they bought in on you. Well, the, the mindset is, in what we do, we have an abundance mindset. 
And the reason why is because there's there's an abundance, right? Oh, there good. is a lot. Look at all okay. those roofs that need that that solar glass on yeah. there, brother. I'm looking at a few right now, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no. But that is the difference. If you gotcha. have an abundance mindset, and there truly is an abundance of opportunity in un- what you're doing, oh, it's unreal. Then, like, you can make sure everybody's taken care of. But you change uh, the paradigm shift goes from this you know, scarcity mindset and my managers are getting paid everything for not doing anything to going to a company where you have everybody with an abundance mindset, loving what they're doing, two feet in, 100% invested in the success process. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everybody makes more. You know, I'll be honest with our wholesaling business. I think maybe throughout the years since, it, you know, you go through dips when you're starting a business. We might not have been as bought in as we needed to be, and maybe our employees have felt that, right? But I think we're we're all in, been all in for a while now. But yeah. it's I think the, what you're saying rings true for probably every business owner. If, that they, if the, your employees see that you're not really as in as you need to be, they're, they're probably not going to be that in either. Well, let's talk about entrepreneurship for a second, okay? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right. If you have a business, quote unquote business, quote unquote, um, and uh, it is dependent on you, mm-hmm. you don't have a business. Y- right. Yeah, you got a job. If you you got a job, <laughs> you got a job. Would you say you have a job still, or I you got a business? A tough job too. I have a job. We got a job too. Okay, and that's you know that's not the the worst thing. Okay, but you have to understand what you're building it into. Mm-hmm. Now, I could walk away, you know, and I could have uh, a passive income built. And I've invested a lot of money into real estate ventures. Bitcoin, that too, are, right? That are passive. Uh, yeah, crypto. I'm a crypto hundred air. <laughs> I've, I've, I've lost 100000 in crypto, dude. So, It'll be um, back, bro. It'll be back. Um, but, yeah, it's okay to have a... You know, a business that depends on you, but you need to understand, you know, what the big picture is. You don't want to work for that business for the rest of your life. A friend of mine who graduated with uh, an accounting degree who owned his own uh, accounting firm with a business partner just sold, and he didn't sell for retirement money. He sold just to get out of it. He spent 15 years as an accountant, mm-hmm. CPA, doing other business people stuff, and uh, come to realize um, he wanted nothing to do with it because that he was he was tied to it. There was no end in sight, right? Mm-hmm. He would have had to work for his own business for the rest of the time. He wasn't down. He was not down. What's so, he doing instead? Um, solar. He doesn't even know yet. And, bro, let's get him on solar. Get him solar I don't. I, I, he's not that type, but uh, you know, he's got a lot of really amazing skills. So I'm sure he'll come up with something. But I guarantee you, the next decision will be something that doesn't require uh, that he's married to his business. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Well, that's kind of why we started doing wholesaling is because we had the, and it can be something that like you build the right way and you don't have to spend as much time in it yeah it's like if you we can get eventually get a coo involved which isn't you then it's pretty passive like if they run the whole thing now 
what was I going to say? Um, shoot, I lost my train of thought. Well, I got another question. Yeah. So it seems like there's a lot of hype around solar. Do you guys feel like you s- made the transition in time? Do you feel like you were late, early? Corey, you, you ask good questions. That's a great question. Uh, that's really good. Um, I, I see solar, you know, being good for, you know, a long, long time. Yeah. If you asked me 22 years ago how long DISH would last, I would have told you five years. Yeah, it lasted yeah. 22, okay? Um, it's still good. A lot of people are still using it. Mm-hmm. But solar, all right, will still be good, but there are going to be regulations. Um, what they're saying, though, with solar is um, in the last like, 10 years, there's been like, I don't know, what, 5 million uh, people who have gotten solar or something. Mm-hmm. They're... We haven't even really broke Scratch the surface. Yeah, we barely scratched the surface. And there's yeah, markets like early. There's markets that are just opening up, okay, across the U.S., and there's really only like four or five states that have been, you know, heavily penetrated with, with uh, you know, Sales reps. with uh, the saturation of um, the amount of accounts putting electricity, solar electricity, onto the power grid, mm-hmm. right, to where uh, there's a, too much. Like, if you go to Hawaii, there's too much electricity ge- being generated <clears throat> it's about to blow from up. solar to where the, the electric companies are saying, we, we have too much, and we, we're not going to pay any new customers who sign up with solar the buyback, Right. Uh, net metering is a, a concept, if you're not familiar with that. Net metering is um, being able to sell your electricity from solar back to the power company. And they are reversing, right? It's a digital meter. It reverses as, as you're putting energy back, and it winds forward, and they're charging you as you're using it at night, the, the power from the, yeah. uh, the electric provider. So... Yeah, I think, well, I know that it's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, Sweet. seems like it. Well, Phil, you've, you've crushed it, man. You've given some great gold nuggets for us. How do you feel like you've done? I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of here. stuff. There's a lot of stuff, man. So if you guys want to have me back, you guys have me back. But what's, uh, yeah, if, let's, if there's anybody that has questions. Yeah, hey, Hector, do you want to see if anybody's got any questions? Um, nobody on there? I love no it. questions, guys. <laughs> Well, hey, as we grow in Thester Thrive Nation, we'll have you back, and I'm sure there'll be questions. Boom. But, hey, any, do you have any, yeah, yeah. any last thoughts that you got for us? Um, any final words or advice for investors? I mean, we never really talked too much about, uh, like, real estate, but... Oh, it's okay, um, man. This is more of, like, an entrepreneurial, how you get started and how you, how you keep grinding more than anything. Yeah, and I mean, it's just fun to be able to talk to you guys, honestly. It's for sure. Time, it's, fun. it's good to learn. <clears throat> so I wanted to ask you one last thing. Um, and it was, you know, I think you're biased, but what would you recommend for a brand new guy who's 20 years old? Would you tell him to get into wholesaling and real estate investing, or would you say go knock some doors? What would your opinion be? Um, that's a great question. I think, I think you could be successful, um, on either one, Mm -hmm. as long as the leadership and the training structure is there. If you're around really good people, then you'll do well. 
So the interesting about wholesaling for new people is they kind of just try to learn it. They try to figure it out themselves. I think in door to door, there's not a lot of structure. In door to door, most people aren't just going to just start knocking a door and trying to slang solar. They they have to be under an umbrella or understand how to provide it. So, um, yeah, there's not too much structure for people in wholesaling. That's I think a lot of people see that there's tons of money and then like I'm gonna figure it out, and that's probably why a lot of people fail. It's just they don't have that structure. Yeah, it requires. To be successful at anything, it does require to have a lot of discipline, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Knocking doors requires that you have a lot of discipline. Yeah. And if you don't personally have it, then you need to be around somebody who does. That's a good. So, so I guess for wholesalers, if they want to get into wholesaling or door to door, you should find that structure. You got it. Way. I have mentors, and I'm 44. You got mentors, bro. I got mentors. You're my mentor, dude. You helped me out. Thanks, man. Let's go. I thought you were mine. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but... Uh, Continuous I'm education, bro. I mean, like, a lot of people think after college they might be done. But, I mean, you got mentors. So barely we, getting started after college. I mean, you probably spent a, quite a bit of money on mentors, too. I mean, they're, they're not cheap, right? Um, yeah, so right now we're paying uh, an organization called Knock Stars. And uh, there Knock are... Stars. They're like Danny Pessy and uh, Taylor McCarthy. Like these guys have been doing solar for a long time, and and they're actually uh, doing some training uh, for a lot of our guys. Tell me how much that costs. I'm just curious if you don't mind. I don't know. It's like it's about five thousand a person for a four week course. A person is that per? So it's per rep. Per rep? Uh, yeah, per person. How many reps you got? Five thousand dollars for a month. And uh, and they guarantee that you'll do at least one more solar account than you would have otherwise. Uh, which so what's that total, Brad? I want to. Are, are you holding them to that? I you know how I much could, is that? I don't care whether we do or we don't. Like I just I just know what they bring. And yeah. uh, so, so what is that? How many reps you got? It's Let me, good let's to have do the math. It's good to have night like really <laughs> solid mentors, right? So what's up? What's the math on that? How much? You, how much your company showing out for training and uh, co- mentoring? Five per rep. How many reps you got? I mean, we spend Calibre? hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in in training for for your reps. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. If you with like all in, like just yeah um, per year, because a lot of people when they they hear like we have coaching too, and I paid for coaching like fifteen k a year, ten k a year, whatever, and people are like, oh, that's so much money, and yes, it is, but I meant. It seems like any industry you go in, someone's paying for training yeah. or mentoring. The thing is, like, the value has, has to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a Tony Robbins mm-hmm. seminar, and it was, like, three days of just kumbaya, pump-up sesh. And uh, then afterwards, I mean, you're on cloud nine. And guys, at the end of that, they're like, sign me up, sign me up, sign me up. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know anybody who really got that much, like, you know, out yeah. of, you know, Not like practical. Yeah. But like, but if you actually have a legit mentor who is uh, doing phone calls with you every week and really working with you and nothing against, you know, the Tony Robbins organization, they do an amazing job, right? Like helping a lot of people. But you don't, I think you'll get way further ahead having a mentor and paying for the right, uh, like support. Mm-hmm. Than you would otherwise. I would have rather put my money into that. How much than was that? A if college you don't mind education. Me huh? yeah. How much was the Tony Robbins event? How much? Did uh, it cost? I don't know. It was probably like you know, 
one to two thousand dollars for a three-day thing. Um, there's a door-to-door con that costs about I don't know fifteen hundred bucks for about three days. There's let me, let me say something really quick. I think. Do you feel like a mentor that's going to take calls, you can ask questions, and will give you their time over a three, six-month year period. You're saying that's better than a three-day event where everyone can buy Way better. Yeah, I, I I agree. We've been to events where we pay a lot for like a two or three-day. It does you get, get you hyped. You get hyped. You get overwhelmed, and you're at at the end. You're drinking from a fire hose. And you're like, I don't even remember what they said after about two months, but I I remember I was stoked. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what some, right. one thing I would tell Invest Drive Nation is, if you're brand new, avoid. I would avoid two-day, three-day events, and then you're done talking to the mentor because you you ain't going to remember anything. Yeah. So, and thinking about that, right, Um, in order to make permanent change and to rewire your mind, you have to consistently do something Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. So a three-day thing isn't going to do anything for your, uh, for the rewiring of your mind, okay? Just the, the neoplasticity of the brain, like, I mean, you have to do something over and over and over again to change it. Got it. Um, but That's very interesting. Uh, there's a book that I'm reading right now. It's called The Happiness Advantage. Okay. You ever heard of that? I have, yeah. Have you read it? I haven't. I'm Corey? not a big reader, but I need to be. Heard of it, haven't read it. Uh, Sean Aker, right? Mm-hmm. The Happiness Advantage. Highly recommend it. If you really want to understand like yeah. the, the science behind... Uh, the mindset and the positive, uh, like brain, like it's it like takes action, e- huh? And what? the effects of, you know, what it takes, you know, to like have the positive mindset, positive brain. I mean, it's it's a great it, book. It's the best. The, Would you yeah, say you have you got that positive mindset, positive brain? I'm working on it, dude. I feel like uh, I'm un- I don't want to say I'm unshakable, but through door to door, through what we've gone through. I'm, I definitely got shook a lot more back four years ago than I do now. I remember the first time I got sued or like had to go to court. I was I was shaking, dude. I was so nervous. Now, I ain't that nervous. No, and you've you've always had the right mindset, dude. You know, you have too, brother. Um, that's that's just kind of how you're wired, right? So very resilient. Corey's got a great mindset too. He helps because I mean I do have more ups and downs, but he he's like, hey man, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have ADHD. Okay, you do. I I was officially diagnosed after 44 <laughs> years, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me, right? But actually, after reading this book on ADHD, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I'm glad I've got it. You know what I mean? There's yeah. some downsides. Oh yeah. But one of the one of the the uh, the attributes of an ADHD brain mm-hmm. is resilience can't be stopped we are we're like a loyal dog dude we could get beaten down and we'll still come back <laughs> wagging you know <laughs> well dude i'll tell you one thing that has been difficult for me as having adhd as well is um multitasking uh-huh. i in my mind no matter what i've read or do i think i'm being more productive by doing a lot of things at once that's not the case you gotta you gotta laser focus like like you said on your you guys in caliber are focus laser focusing on solar you know i think Oh, well, I got these side businesses. I got all this stuff. I'm doing a oh, lot. That's what I call I'm doing every day. That's what I call paper millionaires, dude. And how many people do you know that have a like ten million dollar ideas? Mm-hmm. They're broke. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I got I got one damn good business, right? Mm-hmm. And we're smashing. 
you know, uh, last thing I'll, I'll say before I'll end and you guys can say what you want to say is um, we found out that we could sell junk at, uh, you know, houses that we bought, you know, because sellers leave their stuff, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. <clears throat> the, the house that we just closed on the 86K, I was more stoked to sell the crap in that house and make $3,000 just because we could do it. The Nate's paint special right here. So I called. This is, this is his thing, huh? So I called. He sold he me so a guitar excited. when he moved from, uh, <laughs> from Rexburg. So what I did is I, I started a company sort of called Painless Junk Removal. Okay. And I, I basically, it's taking me a couple of my hours of my time, but I reached out to a guy that removes junk, and I've reached out to people and said, hey, I can remove your junk, and I'll sell it too, and I'll give you a return. That's... That's that's ridiculous. Like I'm gonna make like maybe a couple thousand dollars in a couple in a year doing that, mm-hmm. right? But I'm I'm all over the place, you know, and that's just not uh it's not worth my time. Uh yeah. Well, it sounds like you've outsourced. It's not it. worth it. I t- tried, but I still if I could outsource it more and have Jared talk to the the potential clients who want to sell their stuff, then I'd be out of it. But I'm still talking to people trying to negotiate. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I do that, man. So, I mean, that's that's that ADHD kicking and want to do everything. Yeah, and. I mean, honestly, paper millionaire, like I've had so many good ideas. Like once you can really sink your teeth into something and, and you, you love doing it, uh, you just got to be really, really focused on that. And that's what we're doing with Caliber Solar. And then all the money we make off that, um, I'm, I'm dumping into a couple really cool real estate investments. Um, That's awesome, man. I, I like to buy Airbnbs and multifamily. W- would you say you love solar or love door or you just love grinding and working and uh, trying to achieve a, a goal? I, I would definitely say that I love all of all of what we do. Okay. Yeah, including the the stuff that you know most human beings don't want to do. Hmm. You know what is that? I mean, just grinding, grinding. Yep. Knocking, knocking doors, doors is not fun for for most people. But I had a I had a ball knocking doors. I mean, I would love talking to people. I had some of the best, it's you because know. Because you're good at it. I loved it, man. I loved talking to people. And the thing that was difficult uh, with door to door and why I switched was um, the traveling, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to travel. Go. I wanted to stay in one location. I know yeah. traveling is is pretty big in door to door. Yeah. So. so what you're saying is uh, your wife gave you <laughs> the <laughs> nice flex. Well, she strong-armed you, dude. She wanted more. Wife. She wanted more of Nate. Yeah, I think. Oh, of course, right? You know, I think all women want more of their husbands, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the show me the woman that doesn't. My wife's uh, love language is quality time. As soon as I give it to her, um, I see a totally <laughs> much, different person. How much that, time is that? Uh, it would be all my time. <laughs> her birthday is uh, February fifteenth, and that's the day after Valentine's. So. If you guys have some great ideas for her 40th birthday, you let me know. So I, I my Thank wife's God, birthday is uh, coming right after that, too. Yeah. The 19th, February 19th. Nice, dude. Well, good um, luck with that. Yeah, man. So uh, what I would recommend doing is I go to Zion National Park. If you're big into that, we like national parks. I go to Zion or Moab, maybe get a nice Airbnb, make her uh, some chocolates <coughs> and... Uh, Handmade? Handmade. All right. I'll start melting. <laughs> Chocolate-covered <laughs> strawberries. But anyway, guys, this has been awesome. Or just it's been buy them for 20 bucks. Yeah, just buy them at Costco, bro. They got a great pack right there. But anyway. That's more my style, dude. Yeah, it's my style. I'm about to hit up Costco after this, fill up some gas, and then uh, maybe sh- walk around, see if there's anything good over there. Hot dog? <laughs> That's the real goal right there is work part-time at Costco for me. Just because I, not that I need the money, but just because I like being in the environment of all the deals. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I got to come up with a good idea for this is uh, this is a big, big birthday, big four Yeah. Zion, are you, are you telling me Zion and stra- chocolate covered strawberries wouldn't cut it? I mean, not for my wife. <laughs> she wants uh, she wants a trip to Paris or something. Oh so. wow. Well, hey, that's that's not too hard though. I think they have a nonstop from Salt Lake to uh, Paris that you can just hop on. Yeah. Get on, get on that, bro. You can afford that. Yeah, one of these days, right? So anyway. I had a good time meet chat with you, Phil. I hope you know we all we all learned a lot. Um, Invest Drive Nation. I don't I don't know if we're live anymore. Are we still live? Any Invest, questions coming? Any questions coming? Okay. Hey, Investor Drive Nation. If you know if you've tuned in live, thanks for coming in, and um, <clears throat> we will see you next time.